you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, this is Jackie Marie Carr, co-host of Her Portion Podcast. This is our last episode this month on the subject of spiritual growth. I have absolutely loved this topic because for as long as I can remember, I've almost been obsessed with growth. Learning, reading, and school were absolutely the funnest thing to me. I always wanted to be better. I'll never forget when I started reading my Bible daily as a young wife. I couldn't wait to see what God would teach me each day. I'd have my notebook and pen ready And I was so hungry to learn from his word. I believe a lot of my motivation stemmed from wanting to be a better wife, mom, and homemaker. But I've also learned the hard way, though, that growth of the Christian life is so much more than checking a bunch of boxes. I believe first and foremost, spiritual growth begins with our walk with Christ. Of course, we cannot begin to walk with Christ until we have been born again and he comes to live on the inside of us. When I think of spiritual growth, I instantly think of John chapter 15 and the lesson Jesus was teaching his disciples. Honestly, I can't think of the word growth without simultaneously meditating on fruitfulness. I've had blueberry bushes for three to four years now, and I haven't even had one blueberry from the seven plants that I have. Before spring this year, I decided to add fertilizer around the bottom of each one. Can you guess? They are completely full of blueberries this year. I can't wait until they're all ripe and ready to add to my smoothies or homemade blueberry muffins, you know, with a crumb topping. So one amazing thing about growth is the byproduct. When something is growing and healthy, it has the ability to feed others. One of my favorite verses to meditate on is Psalms 128, verse number three. The Bible says that a man who has the blessings of God has a wife that is like a fruitful vine by the sides of his house. It even refers to his children being like olive plants. Proverbs 31 talks about the virtuous woman planting a vineyard. Have you ever known anyone that has been in church for 20 to 30 years, but never seemed to really grow? Growth requires constant change. I love this statement I read this week. Most people don't like change. That's a fact. Yet, one of the most important responsibilities of leaders is to continually improve their organizations. As a leader, you must train yourself to embrace change, to desire it, to make a way for it. Effective leaders are not only willing to change, they become change agents. I believe this can apply to our personal walk with the Lord, spiritual growth, our marriage, rearing children, homes, our relationships, ministry, businesses. So let's go to John chapter 14 and 15, where Jesus talks about being fruitful. Before we can grow, we must learn how to abide. Abiding is being in fellowship with a father. John 14, 23 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, He will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come into him and make our abode with him. There's nothing sweeter than having the presence of the Lord with us. 
Whenever I had four small children, my number three and four little girls, they're only 15 months apart. We lived in the house I grew up in, which had an in-ground pool. I had the hardest time keeping that pool clean. I was always struggling with wanting to grow more my walk with the Lord during that time as well. And I'll never forget having a light bulb moment. I was sitting at the dining table and I would say, I have plenty of chlorine. I backwashed the pool, but the pH is still off and turning green. With all the rain we had, it was a rainy season. I mean, it rained so much that summer and we were traveling to camps and we were so busy and I wasn't shocking it enough because of all the rain. Immediately, I thought about my walk with the Lord. I was reading my Bible in the morning, but I wasn't really abiding in Christ like I should during the day through prayer and scripture meditation and just spending time with him. Sure, I was reading my Bible, but I didn't really continue my fellowship with him throughout the day. I thought about how easy it is, and it was, to have a bad attitude and complain about things, even if I did read my Bible, because I wasn't truly abiding. John 15, 4 says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can can ye, except ye abide in me. This verse is clear that we cannot be a growing, healthy, fruitful Christian without abiding in Christ. As Courtney talked about in her episode, we can't grow without being purged, according to verse 2. John 14, 12 through 14 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. So after we abide in Jesus, what's next? Second Peter 1, 3-9, I believe, explains it so well. It says this, and I'm, I'm going to actually read it from my Bible because it's a longer passage. But starting in verse number 3 in 2 Peter chapter 1, it says, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these he might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. I 
love this passage of scripture. So not only after salvation should we be abiding, but we should be adding some things. Kind of like I added that fertilizer to my blueberries so that they could be more fruitful. We need to give all diligence, scripture says, to add to our faith, biblical principles of growth. And Hannah's episode, she talked about first growing in grace, which I believe is so important. I challenge you to do a word study as Crystal challenged us to do also. But do a word study on this list in 2 Peter chapter 1. It's been a while for me, but I loved the first thing he mentions here is that we are supposed to add virtue to our faith. I love studying virtue in Proverbs chapter 31. One of the definitions of virtue is strength. It takes a lot of spiritual, physical, and mental, and maybe I add emotional strength to grow in the Christian life. There's sacrifice in the growth process. Then when we grow in our strength, we are supposed to add knowledge. Are we in God's word? Are we learning more about Christ? Then after we grow in knowledge, we are supposed to add another fertilizer, and that's temperance. Do you and I have self-control, or do we allow the flesh to rule and to reign? 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Do we eat foods that fuel our body and make us more healthy and energized for serving the Lord? Or do we just live by the seat of our pants? Then, next it says, to temperance. He says to add patience. How patient are we with people? How patiently do we teach and guide our children over and over again? Or do we get frustrated and just give up and say, oh, well, I might as well do it myself. I'm thankful the Lord is not as impatient with me as I've been with my own children. After patience is godliness, how much do we truly look like Christ in the way we talk, treat people, carry ourselves? I love this list because it's so practical. We are to add brotherly kindness to our godliness. When we see a need, do we seek to meet it like a brother or sister? Or are we kind with our words and expressions? All these things are so convicting to me. You know, at the very end, he lists charity. 1 Corinthians 13 tells us that charity is the most important thing even over our faith. So why is it at the bottom of the list? I believe if we are abiding in Christ, then as we add all these things to our faith, we will see charity flowing through our lives so naturally. Abiding in Christ's love is at the root of growth. He says in John 15 and verse number five, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. So I hope this thought encouraged you that there's always room to grow. We are all in the growth process somewhere. You can't grow without first being willing to change or add some things. Take comfort though. Jesus is abiding with us as we are growing. We are not in this journey alone. So thank you for taking the time to listen today. And we hope to see you next weekend, next Wednesday for our next podcast episode. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. 
encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.